Hello and welcome to the Sanctuary First podcast. What follows is a reflection that you might want to listen to at home or when you're out on a local walk. As this is being recorded in early 2021 during the pandemic, make sure to follow the rules where you are and only travel if safe to do so, being mindful of yourself and others at all times. Taking inspiration from immersive storytelling traditions such as the street theatre of mystery plays or the sequences of paintings that form Stations of the Cross, we are going to go on an audio journey through the Passion, using our imagination and our senses to enter into the story anew. Just as Jesus comes alongside us, we are going to take a moment to come alongside Jesus in that divine kaleidoscopic chapter that stands outside of time, where he demonstrated at the cross just how much he loves us. So, let's go to the cross. Part 3. Nails. Fetch more nails. The voice of the centurion cuts towards you through the chill in the air. It's phenomenally cold. It shouldn't be this cold at this time of day, at this time of year. The centurion looks at you strangely. He looks like he hasn't slept for days. He's sour and rough. Miserable. You hardly recognise him. He mimes hammering a nail and glares at you. This work is painstaking and precarious. The locals don't want you here, and you don't want to be here either. Everything has to go to plan. You have a job to do. You're to fetch more nails. Returning with the nails, you see the three men about to be crucified. For three men about to die, they're very animated. One of them, a tall gaunt man, shouts, Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us! Another, shorter and older, says, Don't you fear God? Since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly for we are getting what our deeds deserve, but this man has done nothing wrong. The third man smiles, actually smiles. You don't see a lot of smiling usually, not up here, not on a morning like this. The second man then turns to the third and says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And then the third man, this Jesus, speaks. Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. 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 Strange way to get there. Dying a humiliating traitor's death for all to see. Paradise. What a strange word to hear out here in the bitter cold on this grim hill. Just then, this third man breaks away from the other two and approaches you. You feel nervous, for next to you is his tunic that you won in a game of dice with the others. His body is clearly shaking in the cold, but he's calm. Resolute. He looks at the tunic and shrugs. Then he says, Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. What an odd thing to say with so few possessions and so little life left. I want to tell you a story, he says. 
but I'm going to need some nails. A man about to be crucified asking for more nails. What on earth is he on about? Why is he talking about paradise and possessions? What could the story be? But first, you have a job to do. You're to fetch the nails. You bring back the nails and the third man smiles at you. Out of sight of the centurion, you hand him the nails and he rolls them about in his hands and he begins to speak. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink and be merry. The third man pauses and drops the nails to the ground, scattering them before saying, but God said to him, you fool. This very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves but is not rich towards God. This man, soon to be killed, is telling you a story about a farmer with too much grain. Is he mad? Naive? Inspired? How is he so composed? This third man, the one they called Jesus, is looking at you, kindly, waiting for you to respond. Time seems to slow down as the centurion stands up and takes the first man and drags him to a cross. You don't have long before everything will fall apart. Another miserable day of blood and dirt. You bend down and quickly pick up the nails. As you look up, what would you like to say to this third man before he is taken away? As the three men are raised into the air, the sky darkens. You realise you're still holding two of the nails that the third man was holding during his story. The story about a farmer who tore down and rebuilt his barns. You realise now how tightly you're holding on to the nails. In fact, how tightly you're holding on to everything. And then, it hits you. They're only nails. And you loosen your grip and let them fall. It's not nails holding that man to the cross. It's not nails holding the barn and the farmer's life together. It's love. Only love could hold that man up there on the cross. An ancient and yet ever new love that holds an innocent man. Of course they'll see each other in paradise. It's not strange at all. You make eye contact with the centurion. You notice he's crying, weeping even, 
And he says to you, surely this was a righteous man. And you realise in that moment that everything you thought that held your life together isn't what holds it together. It's not the sword, it's not empire, it's not bigger and bigger barns. It's time to rebuild, but not just some bigger barns. It's time to rebuild everything. You have a job to do. You need to fetch some nails. Now as we leave the first century and return to our own 21st century world, let's continue to think about what holds our lives together. As you travel now with the risen Jesus, where do you see signs of things growing and thriving, and where do you see things decaying and falling apart? What binds life together? What stifles it? Trees might speak to you of whole ecosystems that sustain countless lives. A derelict building might speak of thwarted civic hopes, a breakdown in relationships. A street sign might make you think of the generations who have lived and thrived here supporting one another. As you go, we encourage you to think about the world around you as a canvas that God is painting, a letter God is writing, a theatre God is directing, where the Spirit is moving and God is talking to us all the time in many different ways. What do you want to point out to Jesus who travels with you? How can reflecting on how things are held together, the power of love and not nails that held Jesus to the cross, change how you interpret the world around you? Where do you see the strong bonds holding life together so that it can flourish? And where do you see big barns stockpiling for the few? As your mind wanders, prayerfully and creatively, Form these thoughts into a prayer that you can share with Jesus.
Dear God, like the soldier on the hillside, we stand before the cross, considering the enormity of your love. We find ourselves unexpectedly part of the story, considering the fabric of the universe and the tremendous power that holds everything together. Make us more aware of the bonds that unite us, and help us to use the tools we have to build security for others, and not false security for ourselves. We continue to travel with you, contemplating connection and isolation, the things that weave us together and that pull us apart, selfishness and generosity, nails and mortar. Tune us in to your timeless truths and show us what true life looks like. Amen. Thanks for listening to this reflection and go to the Sanctuary First website for more resources. To read more about Jesus and the cross, go to Luke 23, or about the parable of the rich fool, go to Luke 12. And thanks to Campbell Dye and Ian Jameson of 316 for the music featured in this episode. You heard Soft Falls the Rain.